Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. My name is Peter Jordan. In the past two years, I've struggled to maintain a healthy sleep pattern. A friend of mine introduced me to CBD oil. Over a three-year period, I've seen a dramatic improvement and I would highly recommend it to family and friends. And if you would like to get your hands on some CBD oil, our show sponsors are Greenheart CBD and they have given us a very kind and special offer for you, our Opinions Matter uh, listeners and viewers. Uh, Greenheart will offer you a 20% discount on all their products. So all you do is go to their website, greenheartcbd.ie. You have a look at the various products they have, and they have a huge range of uh, CBD oils. And then uh, when you find what you want, you go to checkout, and then you use the promo code PODCAST2022, and you'll immediately get a 20% discount. So once again, visit our show sponsors, Greenheart CBD. From green heart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award winning CBD oil. Once again, you go to uh, greenheartcbd.ie, find what you're looking for in terms of uh, the products that you want to buy, go to checkout, use the promo code PODCAST2022, and you will get an immediate 20% discount. And dire thanks indeed to Greenheart CBD for that great offer. Now, what do we want to talk to you about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? It's a topic that we've never discussed on the show before, believe it or not, and it's a very emotive topic. And it's all to do with babies being born to drug-addicted parents. Does it happen much in Ireland? Yes. The last available statistics for Ireland show that uh, two years ago, 113 babies were born addicted to either alcohol or drugs. Every three days in a maternity hospital in Ireland, a baby is born already addicted to drugs or alcohol. The 113 cases, which in some cases involve a baby born with multiple substance issues, 77 of the babies were addicted to illegal drugs that their mother was using. 20 were affected by illegal drugs, less than uh, 5 addicted to legal drugs, 9 were affected by uh, legal drugs, and less than 5 affected by alcohol misuse. Now, we're mentioning this because of the message that Kirsten posted on our Facebook page over the weekend, and I want you to have a listen to it. Hi, lads. This should be highlighted on your show. I'm five months pregnant. I was in the, and she actually names the hospital, but I'm uh, not going to give you the name. But anyway, it was one of our maternity hospitals uh, for my checkup. And in the waiting room, there was a woman also pregnant who was so out of it on drugs, she could barely stand up. She got talking to me briefly and told me that she was trying to come off heroin. I was so upset because I could only imagine the harm it was doing to her baby. As I said, she could barely stand up. What chance does that baby have of a good life? Why are these poor women not uh, being given care? And that is from a lady called Kirsten. And that's the conversation that we want to have uh, with you. When you hear of 113 babies in Ireland born addicted to drugs or affected by drugs or by alcohol, it really is um, shocking, isn't yeah. it? Have you ever, I don't know if any of you ever watched a video. You need to have a very strong stomach to do it. But there are several videos on YouTube that you can watch of a newborn baby 
that has been born essentially with cold turkey. Um, so what happens is as soon as the baby, the baby, when the baby's in the womb, the baby uh, is getting, the drugs are being passed into the, into the placenta, I assume, uh, from the mother. Mm. And the baby is pretty much doing drugs while in the womb. Just think about that for a moment. A baby doing drugs in the womb. So when the baby comes out of the womb, uh, normally... Uh, a baby, when the baby comes out of the womb, it wants milk mm. uh, and it latches onto the mother and gets milk. But in this case, and it's heartbreaking, in this case, the baby wants the drug. The baby is going through cold turkey. And we watched a video before we came on air that we were going to put up on, on, on our Facebook page, but I said, no, it's, it's too horrific. But it shows a newborn baby shaking like, yeah, like the baby's having mm. an epileptic fit. Yeah because of withdrawal from, from drugs. And you know what? We can... And this affects me even more because I'm only after coming out of uh, a maternity hospital. I've been in and out of um, the coom for the last uh, couple of weeks uh, with our young baby. Mm. And to have a young baby, you need to you need to have your wits about you to have a young baby. You need to be on top of your game. And I don't, for the life of me, understand how... A mother who is goofing off on heroin, how she could possibly uh, raise a child. What chance is that child? That child hasn't got a... a but what are, you, what are you saying? That if a, a, a baby is born to a drug-addicted mother, uh, should she not be allowed to care for that child? But what are you saying? I well, I haven't seen it in the same way. You you've seen it firsthand. I've seen it. One of my best friends is also a uh, midwife uh, in a Dublin maternity hospital, and she has delivered in the last five years. She's delivered a couple of dozen uh, babies born uh, with a drug addiction, and she said it is horrific and it's so soul destroying. And she says, "What's what's soul destroying as well is uh, they deliver the baby, and obviously the mother then they stay in the hospital for a couple of days." And she says what's really, really difficult is seeing the mother leaving the hospital five days later or whatever with the baby in tow or with the father baby, knowing that that baby is going back to a house where drugs are being taken. Mm. I mean, we're supposed to be a, a developed country. We're supposed so what's to the answer? Uh, now, I know in some situations, the chi- if the drug addict is particularly uh, bad or in a bad way, uh, the drug addict will lose their child or the child will be taken into care if they don't believe that the child can be properly cared you, for. But I've, it doesn't always happen. I've never heard of that happen. No, it doesn't I've always happen. It doesn't happen. always happen. I, I think uh, that if someone... And we know... Like uh, opinions, we, we know drug is an addiction and all that. And uh, 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 opinions range from uh, take the babies off them straight away; they don't deserve to have a child. Yeah. To uh, you've no understanding of addiction. God love the poor girl, yeah. and uh, we need to support her. I'd be column A on that one. Take uh, the baby. No, I don't. I mean, there's comments coming in saying sterilize, sterilize. Jesus, it's not Nazi Germany. We shouldn't be sterilizing uh, ba- uh, women uh, so they can't get pregnant. But I think as soon as that baby is born, the baby should be taken into, into care. Because in my opinion, and I think most of you would agree, um, a woman who is on heroin or even other drugs, even who's addicted to, to, to cocaine, cannot raise a baby. And there's so many couples, there's probably couples listening to this right now uh, who, are who are desperate for babies. Who are baby, desperate yeah. for babies, and you're paying 15 grand for IVF treatment, and you would love a baby. And there you have, uh, and I, I know about addiction and all, and addiction is a terrible thing. But Jesus, if you're, if you're addicted to heroin, surely 
the last thing you'd want to do is get pregnant and bring a baby into that world. No? All right. Well, there's a mixture of opinions. Jessica says, it's the most disgusting, selfish thing a woman can do to her child. When you're addicted to anything, that baby should be... Um, taken from you until you get your act together. Absolutely. And if there's ever an incentive for a woman to, to get off drugs, I mean, how long does it take to get off heroin? I don't know. I've never been on it, so I, I can't answer that. <laughs> oh, but I, I assume it's... Well, let me read a comment from Simon. Uh, the amount of judgment here is disgusting. Drug addiction isn't a choice. Don't judge addicts until uh, you have walked in their shoes. Being an addict doesn't make you a bad parent. Uh, we'll try and get uh, Simon on the line if we can. Um, if you'd like to get involved in this conversation, send us a WhatsApp to 85 825 like Amy did. Oh, well, I fully understand how upsetting it must be. I'm a man myself and I'm six and a half months pregnant on my second. I can see it from the other point of view. Um, I did a work experience during my nursing in an addiction centre and it was heartbreaking to watch the women go through what they do um, and it's no easy task and while I have been quick to judge in the past myself um, it's not until you kind of see that firsthand how hard it is um, to actually remove yourself from um, something you're addicted to um, so yeah it's just something I feel since doing work experience I feel very strongly about um, I suppose we're quick to judge, but it's it's not as simple as just, you know, um, coming off drugs. All right, Amy, thanks very much indeed for your message. And we would love to hear from you on this. Our number is 085-825-2626. Do you have sympathy? When you hear about um, a woman being pregnant and being a drug addict and, you know, uh, empathetic towards her, or does it make you really, really angry when you hear of a drug, a drug addict giving birth to uh, a child and them being allowed? And you've seen it yourself. You've seen it in town. You can uh, see drug addicts walking around the streets of town. And it's, it's horrible to see. It's horrible uh, to watch. 85 825-2626 is our WhatsApp number if you would like to get involved in this uh, conversation. Ariana, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Ariana? I'm not too bad, thank you very much. How good. are you? I'm very good, thank you. Now, what did you want to say on this? When you, when you hear that story of a heroin addict heavily pregnant in a maternity hospital, what do you think? What goes through your mind? Well, first of all, she's in the right place for people to look after her. And it's good that she's looking for help and she's going to a hospital. Um, secondly, hopefully whoever sees her and whoever sees the problems that she's going through will try to help her a little bit. Not with money, but maybe something for the baby. Some, I don't know, a, a newborn kit or some clothes or some old clothes that they may have around the house. So when you hear the message, that we, we read out a message from uh, Kirsten, and Kirsten was saying that um, she was talking to this drug-addicted, heroin-addicted woman in hospital. I was so upset because I could only imagine the harm that it was doing to her uh, baby. She could barely stand up. A lot of people believe that somebody like that is not a fit parent and shouldn't be allowed to keep that child. Well, it's partially true. I don't think they're fit to be a parent at that time. But there can be done, something can be done for them. 
like they can get support depending whether they want that support or not. You can't force anybody to get help. You can't force anybody to quit drugs. But there are plans in place and there's information available and they could get the support that they want. Now, depending on their circumstances as well. Whether they have other children, whether they have a house to go, a supportive family and so on. And it's very easy to judge. And is that what you think is, is that what you think Kirsten is doing? Judging? Well, now, I mean, the fact like, that she saw this on Friday, she messages us over the weekend. She was upset by what she saw. She doesn't believe that this uh, heroin addicted woman is a fit mother, basically. I feel that she is being a little bit judgmental. No disrespect to, to your listener. But I don't know. In order to have an informed opinion, I'd like to know a little bit more about that girl that's addictive, addicted to heroin. Um what she, like said, she said she got talking to me briefly and told me that she was trying to come off heroin. I was so upset because I could only imagine the harm that it is doing to her baby. As I said, she could barely stand up. So I don't know what yet. the situation was um, with that particular uh, woman. I don't know her backstory. But the fact is that she is a heroin addict, a heavily pregnant heroin addict. Yeah, that's never a good thing. Um, parents, especially mothers, should really be addiction free when they decide to have a child. Mm. But what I'm thinking is that she uh, she probably didn't want the child initially, or if she did, she maybe she found out she was pregnant too late um, into the pregnancy. She was already addicted, or maybe she uh, started to take drugs while she was pregnant. We don't know what this woman background it, is. Yeah, but what we do know is she's pregnant. And she's a heroin addict. That's what we do know. Yes, and that's a very good start for us to be able to do something about it or maybe to point her in the right direction or maybe to help her in some way, if we can and we want to, of course. I mean, are we not talking about, you know, uh, closing the stable door after the horse is bolted? Uh, at this stage, the baby is already born. Um, keeping the baby in the care of that heroin addicted mother is that can't do any good for the baby. No, as long as she's still addicted to heroin, addicted to heroin. No, that's definitely not a good idea. No. So, so do you think the baby should be taken off until um, that woman comes off heroin? And by the way, someone just texted me. I didn't know this. Uh, it can take up to three years to come off heroin. That's a long time. Well, like, to, that's a long time to take is. a baby away from uh, its mother. It is not to take them away completely, but maybe if a foster parent would get involved in this or maybe this girl could go into one of the centres that would be available, like a mother and baby centre, when staff can support her in looking after her baby. Let me ask you this then. uh, safely. Let me ask you this, uh, Ariana. Does it make you angry when you hear of a drug addict um, having a baby, a heroin addict having a baby? No, it can't. It can't make me angry while I don't have children myself. It can't maybe angry at all it made me sad sad rather than angry yeah definitely yes Mm. 100% I cannot decide whether a child should be taken off the parent or not because God knows when they're going to end up now of course if they stay with the parent and the parent doesn't do anything to fight the addiction they will probably end up exactly the same they will be exposed Mm. probably to drug use in their in their family or yeah, but I don't think that just taking them away from the mother is going to do any good. Well, of course it's going to do good. It's going to keep the baby safe. Yes, but maybe trying to help the mother look after the baby while this is happening. But drug addiction by its very nature, and drug addicts, we, we know this, uh, are selfish, selfish people. They only think of themselves. They only think of their next Well, it's, it's their addiction it's that their has addiction. them like that. Yeah, it's their addiction that has them like that. 
And like, I see my own wife at the moment with her newborn baby and, you know, having to get up in the middle of the night for, for feeds and making sure that the, the, the baby's nappy. Newborn babies, they, they need a nappy changed every hour nearly. Mm. If you are out of it on heroin, and we like, just walk down by the, the boardwalk in the city centre and you'll see heroin addicts, um, they're absolutely out of it. They can't function properly. How in God's name could, could that mother uh, know to change the baby's nappy uh, or know when the baby needs a feed? I, I just, I think, I think we, stop need, we need to stop treating uh, these people with kid gloves, and that's what we're doing at the moment. And what, what would you say to that, um, Ariana? We, we, we're treating them with kid gloves. Well, it's unfortunate not to me to, to comment on the government's approach on this matter, but uh, it's it's down to the parent and to the to the woman's family to do something about it if I they know, can. But, uh, but and as, if they're as not, you know, addicts not, themselves. Yeah, it, that's exactly know. the point. All right, let me go to Jessica. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jessica? Like as harsh as it sounds, if you're an addicted mother to like anything, and you're not going to cut it out for like the baby, say you're a scumbag for lack of a better word. Like. And uh, we know that uh, drug addicts, by their very nature. Um, have, you know, the most important thing to them at that moment is their uh, drug addiction. Um, You see, you would say if they don't get off the drugs immediately, they should lose their baby, would you? Well, not lose, but maybe if they can place them someone in the family who's, like, able to care for them rather than a foster home or something like that. Like, the foster should be the last case. Okay, but, but they shouldn't be allowed to care for the child themselves. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, until they, until they get their act together. What I don't get about it is when a baby is just born, uh, the public health nurse pays regular visits around to, to mother's houses. Um, I mean, we had one there last week. And the public health nurse will check whether or not everything is okay. And are, are you doing okay? How's the new baby? Is the baby feeding well? Is all, all that? I don't understand how a public health nurse could go into a house where, I mean, Let's be honest, there were no Aegis. It's very easy to spot someone who's on drugs, yeah? Mm. Who's, who's like, on heroin. Um, how could a public health nurse leave a house knowing that that baby's been left in, in, in the care of someone who has addiction issues? I don't know how they can, but um, they, they clearly do because you can see... I've seen drug addicts walking around wheeling prams around town. Oh, I saw one on the Lewis there on the red line uh, about a year ago uh, where the, um, it was a couple uh, who had the baby in the pram and the couple were both absolute out of it, absolute out of it. And they actually left the buggy on the Lewis and got off at Jervis Street. They forgot about the baby and the, the Lewis had to stop at the next stop and they had to get someone to bring the buggy back down. Way. Yeah. No, I mean, that can happen with anybody where you can forget your, your buggy on the loose. But the two of them were so out of it that I just, I wanted to pick up the baby and bring the baby home because that baby hasn't got a hope. Hasn't got a hope. All right, let me go to uh, Shell. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Shell. Hi, okay. Now, Hi, Shell, what do you Shell. want to say on this? Well, I kind of don't know if I've changed my opinion after hearing what Jeremy's just said. Mm. Um, but like, it's really sad to think that these things are happening because I think if a woman has just been caught out and she's she's on drugs and she's just found herself pregnant for whatever reason or another, that's, you know, there's nothing you can do about that, you know, unless she wants to, but that's a discussion for another day. But I think, you know, during the pregnancy, if she's doing everything she can to, you know, come off the drugs and take all the support she's given, then I think she should be allowed to, I think the child should be, temporarily taken away but I think she should still have contact with the kid you know just to kind of say well look you can still have your baby you can still be a mom you can still do all these things 
once you're willing to show um, us and your baby and whoever else, um, you know, that you're willing to stop everything for this baby. Mm. But if she's not showing any willing, you know, I think, well, good luck to her. It's her, it's her own fault. And no, I wouldn't show empathy then. But, I, you know, I think, as I said, if she's willing to do everything in her power to, to come off the drugs and get rid of whatever bad company she keeps for the sake of the kid, then, yeah, I think she should be given a chance to Okay, to given, a ch- given a chance, but uh, closely followed up on. In other words, does Absolutely. she... Absolutely. Does she need to be off drugs before she is allowed to care for her child? I'd say, I'd honestly say that I think she shouldn't be really tested or something because I live opposite um, a girl here, right? And, like, I don't live in Dublin, but I live opposite a girl, excuse me, and she's got, like, you know, she's got two children... And she is, the kids don't even go to school with, she doesn't take the kids to school. The kids walk to school by themselves. You know, fair enough, the older one now is in secondary school. But when this was going on, the youngest was five and the eldest was seven. And they were taking themselves to school across the main road. And, you know, she's brought nothing but but trouble to the door. And she's, you can see her just walking around. She's on Yeah, that's dreadful. And, and this is what I'm saying. Like what, what Jeremy said, you know, about this couple. Um, leaving the buggy on the nose, yeah. You know, God knows what this other mother must have done. And God knows what the kids even see. You know what I mean? And these are the things, you know, that, that people probably don't think about um, when the baby is little. They're, they're going to be neglecting them. So they're going to need support. And if they're not willing to take all the support they're given, and I think if they're willing to be tested regularly for the sake of their kid, if they want the kid back that badly, then, yeah, I think they should be kept a very close eye on. Okay, so if they're not prepared or aren't successful in giving up uh, the drugs, they should have the child taken away. Yeah. Now, a lot of people, as you, uh, in fact, our first caller there was much more sympathetic to uh, an addict situation. But if if this parent can't prove an ability to um, stop taking the drugs, then she's not a fit mother. I think if she, like I say, if she's willing and it's ev- it's evident that she is willing and she is trying, then I think she should be allowed, you know, have have support and have access and all the rest of that until she's stable enough to do it on her own. You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't think she should have um, her kid if she's still if she's still actively actively a drug, using. A drug yeah, addict. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, because if you think about it, right? You know, I like to drink as much as everybody else or the majority mm. of other people, but you know. My husband and I, we'd have a drink at the weekend, but I would have a bottle of wine on a Friday and he would probably have a bottle, you know, a couple of drinks on a Saturday unless we had no kids with us. Like, because I remember once my son had a fibrillar convulsion fit, you know, so if the two of us had a had, if I had had a bottle of wine the same night he had had those, those cans of whatever, then we wouldn't have been able to look after yes. the kids. So yeah, could yeah, you imagine, yeah. you know, if all the murder would have been caused for us by the social services. So why should it be any different for someone who's who's drug? Yeah, absolutely. Although I am, I, I'm reading an awful lot of messages from an awful lot of people coming into us saying things like, you know nothing about addiction. Um, well, where you where, need where to, are these people? Let's, let's well, talk, let's well, hang on a minute. I think you don't need to really... What, what do you need to know about addiction? I mean, the, the thing about it is, right, if you're addicted to something okay sweets is a different story but mm. like just say alcohol or drugs or anything if you're addicted to something then chances are you're not going to be in your full mind of you know you're not going to be a full sound mind are you so why would you be should why should you be able to how are you going to care for your baby if you're not of sound mind and co- totally coherent you know uh, this is neil 
I've seen a methadone-dependent baby before, and my God, it's not a nice thing to see. It's a poor child going through shakes, and like, it's, it's, a child is small, like, being able to sit up, like, pulling itself up, like, because of the, the pain it's going through. I think it's wrong. No, no child should be brought into this world addicted to something that their parents made a bad choice over. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's like um, crying over spilt milk if she's pregnant already. Um, that ship has sailed. Uh, we need to do what we can to... But there's plenty of parents who would love to foster children, wouldn't they? Mm. Yeah, loads of, uh, loads of parents. Now, people, people are saying, uh, what about the, the effect that that would have on the mother to take a baby away? You uh, might get her to, off the drugs. That could be the effect. Yeah. Or it could have the other effect that she would spiral out of control altogether. Uh, Morris, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Morris? How you doing last afternoon? Now, Morris, what's your, what's your view on this? Um, uh, this lady who uh, was in one of our maternity hospitals the other day witnesses an active heroin user, heavily pregnant, and she found it deeply upsetting to, uh, to watch and witness. Oh, it's a hard thing to see. I, I've seen a couple of people out on the streets, Adrian. I walk outdoors and I've seen people in that situation with children and they're like frozen statues. You know the way you play the game, frozen statues you can't move? Mm-hmm. And they've actually locked up in charge of children frozen on the footpath and people are looking and going what do you do to help these people like they're out so can you imagine a child struggling to come into the world and has all these problems on top of it I watched a program like Jeremy one time and the cries of children strung out on heroin and coke and drugs and amphetamines mm. or all this stuff it's horrific you swear somebody was absolutely killing the child with needles or something it's the worst cry you could ever hear from a child and it's only starting off in life and it has a battle on its hands you know I think it's very tough on the human being too that has to go through that because she already has an addiction and that's drugs. And unfortunately, if her life is spoiled and out of control and she gets pregnant because she's strung out, you know, there's not really a future for the child, is there? So, I mean, to say the best thing to do is try and help her socially as much as you can, get her out of the environment of drug taking that she's in and see if the child okay, and I, I, can I, come through it. And you know and I know that with a lot of addicts, yeah. the only thing that matters to them is their uh, their drugs. Their, their family fix, don't, yeah. don't matter. Their mothers, their fathers don't matter. It's just the next yeah. fix. And similarly with an awful lot of addicts, the baby doesn't even matter. No, because like generally we've seen children being forgotten about. I've seen children in buggies sitting there with bottles of coke and a couple of months old and they're stuck in their face, you know, because the, the adults in charge of them are out of their mind. And then if you throw, show concern and you get the police involved, you know, there's all hell break loose and that, you know, so... I mean, so the, police wouldn't, the, the, the police wouldn't even have the power to take a, a child away from its, its mother, would they? There'd be uproar. Well, unless the child was in imminent danger. Negligent. If they're being negligent towards the child and they're not looking after its welfare properly or they feel the child is in danger. Well, by the very nature of... Step in yeah, but this, Morris, you know? by the very nature of being yeah. on drugs, they are negligent. So, Oh, very much so, yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, some people too, like, you can imagine a young girl or somebody having a child and they go... Well, if I don't have the baby, I can go back on the drugs and they'll give up the child because they're that addicted to Yes, drugs. no, and, and that's the point that I was making, that yeah, you, know, yeah. you, you could find that if uh, a mother is forced to get off the drugs, she uh, could become a great mother, uh, or if the child or, is taken off her, she might spiral out of control altogether. Or she could grow, the, the fact that she had to come out of the drugs or lose that addiction that she had, she could resent the child 
you're you're the reason why I had to come off drugs. I hate you. Okay, what you would know? you say? What would you say to this comment from Kevin? He says, "If a mother can't mother her child, she's not a mother." Now. This goes back to the but point. Like, shouldn't we just women we're focusing on as well? Because a lot of the times the mm. partners, the men, uh, are, are drug addicts as well. I know, but they, they don't pass. Uh, if they're preg- they're not pregnant, they're not passing their addiction onto a child like a mother yeah. uh, is and can. All right, stay there for one second, Mars, if you can, please. 085-825-2626 is our WhatsApp number. Lauren, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Lauren? Hey, Adrian. No, I'm okay. Um, I think it's ridiculous. They they weren't addicted at the time they chose to pick up the needle. They, people are saying that drug addiction isn't a choice. It is a choice. You don't wake up addicted to drugs. You start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, no, I agree. I'm, I'm in Ballymun. I grew up around it. Still now, even now, my son has to grow up around it. I see it every single day. Kids in nappies crawling along the street. Well, their parents are inside doing whatever they're doing. I had to actually drop a baby back into his mother a few years back because the child was just left out on the street in just a nappy, nothing else. They don't care. They don't care. They shouldn't be allowed to have children. So tell me, describe to me again what you've witnessed. I was outside and I I I was young at the time. I was out with my friends and I turned around the corner and there was a child and he was crawling along the floor uh, on the ground in just a nappy and while, I knocked uh, into the house and his he must have got out somewhere goofing yeah. off or doing whatever they were doing they were in the house yeah they were in their house and I had to knock and there was no answer and I had to keep knocking I was standing outside the garden with the baby in my arms for about 20-25 minutes my and God. then eventually they came out and they were they obviously they were strung out and I was like there's your son I said you're not mind him no uh, yeah, yeah. I said there's your son but eventually a year or so later after that, now the kids got taken off them but it's no way for a child. They can't mind themselves. How can they mind a child? A, a lot of people have been saying, you know, we, we don't have any empathy. We're, we know nothing about addiction. You need to understand addiction before you start passing judgment. Sorry, who's saying that? I haven't, we haven't spoken to one person saying that. No, they're all saying it online. They're all saying it on Facebook. Ah, of course they are. The bleeding heart liberals and all that. But I'd say to those people, would you leave your child in the care? Okay, to anybody who's saying that you don't know addiction, Okay. Uh, you're free to ring in uh, you know the number to ring in but here's the question I would have for you and I will put to you when you ring in would you leave your child into a crash today knowing that the crash worker was strung out on heroin would you no, leave no you wouldn't no of course you wouldn't would no, you leave, no, would you no, leave no, your baby you at the door of the crash and the crash worker alright I'll be going look after that baby for you no problem at all no problem at all no not a hope you would so get off your high horses seriously Okay, so uh, with that in mind then, uh, do you believe, Lauren, uh, that somebody who is addicted to drugs is capable of minding a a child? Of course they're not. No, they can't mind themselves. The child should be taken off them as soon. And if they can get clean and they can prove that they're going to stay clean, then obviously, yeah, give their child back. Have supervised visits, supervised visits in the process of getting clean. Get your urine samples, go in and the supervised visit. That way, where there's someone there to watch you with the child. And if you do eventually get clean, then yeah. Okay, then but, uh, but if, if an addict can't get clean, and we're, we're mainly talking about mothers here, although, like we said, fathers as well have a role in this, but if, if they don't or can't get clean, then um, they should not be allowed to rear their children. No, no, they shouldn't. 
it's not healthy for them. So why do you think we see so many drug addicts with babies and children? It's the government, isn't it? I don't know. I, that's what I don't understand. I've said it to my partner all the time. It's like, why are they allowed to keep them? Mm. Why are they allowed to keep the children? He goes, it's a question I'll never be able to give you. It's, a, it's an answer to the and question I'll never be able to give you. I just have, I can't get this in my head now, the story you just told a few minutes ago. Uh, what age was the baby again in the, in the, in the diapers? Oh, he was in nappies. He was like, probably about one and a half. Okay, so probably younger. pretty much the same age as my daughter nearly. And I'm just thinking and of your daughter being so neglected that she's crawling around outside the front door. She's out the front door where there's, where there's traffic. Uh, and do you yeah, know? Yeah, there was. There was moving traffic and everything. Is that family, and it was is, cold. Is that family still there? Do they still live in Ballymun? Uh, what happened? No, I t- they're gone now, I think. The kids went into care and then they done whatever. I think they stayed on the drugs or whatever, but... I don't know. And you know, every day of the week you see people on Facebook giving out about uh, Tusla saying, oh God, they, 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 it's a disgrace. You should never take a child away from uh, from its parent. I'm sorry, that baby that was left out walking on the streets of Ballymun, one and a half years of age, absolutely should have been taken off that day, that very day. Yeah, that's what I was surprised at because no, she had the child for, she had older children as well. She had younger children. I think she was pregnant at the time. So she had a one-year-old, ah, one-and-a-half-year-old maybe out ah, in a nappy in the middle of the street and stop. she was pregnant as well, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. And so not only... That <laughs> you despair, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, my God. That's just... And, you know, I would dread to think uh, how those... And this is this becomes a cycle, it does, because um, those children end up being brought up in care. They're all brought up in different houses. They're separated from each other. They never get to see their mothers. Um, and they're being brought into that system as well. And it's like, yeah. what, what hope have they got? Mm. No, it is. It's a, it's awful to hear. Thanks very much, Nee, for your call. Really appreciate it. Thank if, you. If you want to get involved in this conversation, send us a WhatsApp to 85 825-2626. That's 085-825-2626. You can send us a WhatsApp voice note like Keith did. I think the movie Trainspotting painted a picture for all of us. Like, just looking at that as a reality for most kids out there. Like, the living conditions alone. So, like, yeah... All right, thanks very much indeed, uh, Keith. Keep your messages coming in to us on 085-825-2626. And we've more calls in just one second. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. Now, let me go to line two. And uh, Dee, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dee? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Uh, Good, thank you, Dee. You're uh, listening to us or watching us in America. Yeah, Georgia, getting ready for work. Well, very good. And and what did you want to say on this? I think I think it's awful. I saw a baby that was born into uh, addiction, born from addiction, and uh, the pain that they were going through. And they were in the NICU. Uh, my daughter was in NICU because she was premature, and the pain. They're screaming. They're screaming. If that's not abuse, they're already born into abuse. Like the the parents has already abused them by bringing them into life like that. Mm. So if that doesn't empower the government to put something in place for that child, then what does empower them to step in for the kid? Uh, You you would wonder, and every time I see an obvious addict with uh, a child, I wonder... What's happening here? How is yeah. that? You know, how is that slipping through the net? How are they just walking around the streets of Dublin all day, uh, getting drugs? The baby just being brought along for the ride. Yeah. Oh yeah, imagine a baby being brought along for a drug deal. Like, they are, yeah, a drug deal. And while they're shooting up, like mm. while they're shooting up, the kid is witnessing this. 
It, of course, they're going to witness it. And when you say you saw, or when you say you witnessed a baby being born into drug addiction, what were the circumstances? The, the, the mother was on drugs, was she? Actually, she was very young. She was very, very young. And I believe she was given up for adoption, so that was good. But um, she was very, very young. And uh, I believe she was 16. And she had social workers around bed all the time. So, But um, it was it's just horrifying. It's like, no matter what her circumstances are, this is a new life. This is the rights of this child. Mm. And this child is being born into pain and addiction. That's the start of their life. It's all uphill from here, guys. Like, one, uh, one of our one of our very first callers was saying it's very unfair to uh, be judging uh, a woman in this sort of situation. What do you say to that? Not judging them. I'm hmm. not judging them. That's their choice of life. We've all got a choice. If that's their choice, then have co-parenting. Have the government do foster co-parenting. If a child is born into addiction, give the child half a chance growing up. I'm not judging you. If that's the choice you want to make, go make it. Knock yourself out. Go strung out every day. That's the choice, but that's the type of life you're living. But now you've brought a new life into the world. It's their choice now. And in fact, uh, I, I, I just got a message in a moment ago from Nolene and she says, I was condemned for smoking cigarettes when I was pregnant, but a junkie can put drugs into their body and are allowed to have their kids. It's an absolute joke. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to be in trouble again for using the words junkie. Didn't you get into trouble before for using the word junkie? I just read out the woman's message. It's a choice, okay. guys. It's a choice. That's his choice. But <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm not making fun of it. it needs to, your children need to get half a chance. They're, like, we're talking about conversations about kids with bullying. Kids can't cope. Social media, bullying, it's just non-stop. And the kids can't cope with life. What type of support are these kids getting at home? Mm. So the, the highlight of their day at school, and then they're getting bullied at school, and then they go home, they've got nobody. I mean, so I, 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 don't, I don't even know how they could get their homework done. Uh, how could a parent yeah. who's, who's, who's drugged out of us do homework with a child? Yeah, exactly. they, they can't. All right, we'll bring in... So uh, Thanks very much indeed for your call. Have a good day at work. See you later. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, back to the rat race. All right. All right. Bye, bye, bye. That is uh, D in the States. Now let me go to Dave. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dave? Well, what's the crack? What's the crack? Well, what did you want to say on this? No, honestly, though, lads, like, I, I know I've, I've, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I've, I've, I've dealt with this kind of stuff in my own personal life. And just drug problems in general in this country, we need an overall, like a complete overhaul of, of how it's handled because you'll meet social workers and you'll meet public health nurses and they'll tell you they don't have the money, they don't have the staff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you, you take who is on heroin, for example, right? They get clean. But they're going back to staying in like a hostel or, you know, uh, where drugs are rife or they're staying in a and b or they're living in a rundown area. And it's, it's not just Dublin. This is countrywide at the moment. This is in rural Ireland as well. What's going to be their motivation to stay clean? You, you know, like, they've no job prospects. They've, as a lot of times people like this don't exactly have the best education. You know, the way we're tackling at the moment with methadone programs and injection centres, you're just putting a plaster over a big, wider problem. You know, like, the amount of money that's funded into, like, NGOs and stuff in this country, it's just being pissed up against the wall. It's, just, it's not going to help the symptoms of these problems. Okay, you know, we, you need we, to get we, these people we, we all out of the socioeconomic position that they're in and give them a reason to stay clean, help them with an education, help them get out of the area they're living in, help them get a job. You know, give them a reason to stay clean for their kids. I know, but because they, their it, kids it, will eventually one day probably grow up to be addicts themselves. A lot of these things are 
multi-generational of course absolutely but uh, okay so what should happen if a woman and we mentioned at the start of this that 113 um, uh, babies born with abuse in the last uh, couple of years in Ireland what should be that's done that's in one year that's in one that's year that's in one year that's yeah. in one year I'm, so, I'm wondering now and I don't know if anybody can answer this question what would happen if I was walking up Jervis Street tomorrow because a lot of them hang around you know where that that seating area is at Jervis Street, at the, the back of Jervis Street car park there. Um, you often see addicts there with children. If I was walking up there later on today and I saw a mother and father absolutely strung out of it uh, with the pram there and the baby, and I rang the guards and said, I am worried about the welfare uh, of this baby. I'm on Jervis Street and there's these two parents clearly on drugs and uh, I'm, I'm worried about the welfare of this baby. What would be done? Mm. Can anybody answer that question? What would be done if I rang the guards? If I rang Pierce Street? In other words, would the guards hop into uh, a guard car and leg it down and no, take the child? No, but would they? I don't know. Unless, unless there was a present and imminent danger to the child. In other words, the child was about to be killed. I don't think so. So I don't think the guards would do anything. Because the guards walk past this every day of the week. Because they don't have the power, they couldn't be arsed. Which is it? Unless the child is actually about to be killed. And, you know, they're not about to be killed. Say, for instance, the, the, buggy, the buggy that day being left on, on the loose. Is that child not in imminent danger? No, because they just forgot. David oh, Cameron just... left his child in a pub, if you remember, the yeah, former no, it's, British it's Prime hardly, Minister. It's hardly the same thing. Well, it is. He left his child in a pub. No, we can all leave our children places uh, by mistake, but that's not... That's not the same thing. All right, let's bring in uh, Bill on this conversation. They shouldn't be allowed to have kids. Um, It's an unfortunate consequence. It's not being lack of empathy towards the addict. Guys, I think a lot of people have that, but there's a new thing we have to look at. The adult has made the adult choices in a long list of bad choices leading up to heroin addiction. That isn't just going to automatically stop. They're not addicted to biscuits. You know what I mean? It's It's a major problem. If you know any Garda or police... They'll tell you about the calls they do on Christmas Day. By half five in the afternoon, all the toys, the Christmas presents, it's all sold for junk. Right? These, They cannot make good choices. How are they going to help prepare their kid for the junior cert? They can't prepare dinner. Like, it's... Sorry, but the, the, the care needs to go now on to preventing the new child from becoming a dependent of the state um, and, and try and provide them with opportunities. The, the opportunities don't rest with the negligent parent. It's is what it is. All right, Bill. Thanks very much indeed uh, for your message. Some uh, very interesting uh, messages coming in on this, and and I mean it does raise the whole conversation about what do you do. The takeaway from this is today everybody's going to go after listening to this podcast and think of that poor baby that was out walking, one and a half years of age, in diapers, out walking the streets of Ballymun. Um, and the parent wasn't even at home to answer the door. It's very sad. All right. Thanks very much indeed for all of your calls, comments and opinions. If you enjoyed this podcast or even if you didn't, please hit subscribe or follow and you'll be notified when we upload uh, the next podcast. Thanks very much indeed for listening. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.